What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. You know, Ava Devonay, you know, is now teaming up to make um, an indigenous drama. First ever on TV. I saw that's that. Happening. Yeah, so that's, that's exciting. Like, so, you know, technically when... Wait, what? Yeah, Ava Devonay and... Let me make sure I pronounce his name. But they, there's going to be the first ever, which is so crazy that in 2021, this is going to be the first ever. But it'll be the first ever. Um, it is Ava and Bird Running Water are making an um, NBC drama um, called um, Southern. It's the first indigenous family oh, pilot. Native American that family TV. drama. Mm-hmm. And it's set in, in uh, today. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Which is like, that that's is dope. But it's also crazy that it's like, they're like, oh, the first. I was like, damn, really? I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. But, all right, Array. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, we still getting a lot of firsts in. It's yeah. 2020. It's still <laughs> Still getting firsts. You know. <laughs> We're going through. I, I was just thinking about the fact that this movie premiered at south by southwest and i was just remembering you know the ancient times where we would be able to go to festivals and you know what i mean like yeah the t- mm. yeah. <laughs> go sit in movie theaters with people i mean you know <laughs> oh. hey. before the dark times before the dark before times the empire <laughs> but also but also i think about the dark times during this movie and i was like man we're not too far away no. from <laughs> do y'all remember when y'all could just walking around people somebody up i haven't I haven't shaken someone's hand in months. Like, I haven't dapped up a human yeah. in months. Well, we got to do... I mean, you know, Fauci was like, we got to do away with that. Like, we can't... We can't shake hands. Like, for real? Like, ever? <laughs> yeah, no he was more. like... He, he was like, we can't do this again. No. <laughs> he was like, he was... No, but he, he that was his... He had a strong recommendation. He was like, we should probably just... Not do it anymore. Like gotta, again, ever. No, man. I, gotta, <laughs> like, I can't dap nobody up. Let's come on, man. Ever. <laughs> we shouldn't do this again. <laughs> See, this is this is that thing of just we're going a little too that that's a little too far there. You it know. Might, it might be. It might I mean, be. Like, can we at least do the fist pound? Just wash your hands. First off. Listen, I'm not gonna dap up 
I'm not going to dap up elderly people yeah, for sure. in, in, a, in a nursing for home. Sure. How about that? I won't. Okay. Yeah. 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 I won't dap All of a sudden, you see people so willing to shake hands with their enemies. Like, hey, man, haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> 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 hey, man, why you? No, I'm cool. I don't want to dap. No, no, man, come on, brother. What's up? I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> I'm cool, man. I'm, I don't want to. Someone says, I'm cool. I don't want a dap. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, man. No, 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 what's going on? That'd be crazy. That's a sketch. Love it. <laughs> Taking notes. Taking notes. No, but this movie is so funny. This movie, um, I had, I feel like I heard of at one point, but then, did it, was it released in theaters or? It, that's the no, thing. I don't it think was so, like, right? Or barely. What? It was like in theaters for uh, uh, just under a month. It may well. We'll talk about this, but it like it made absolutely nothing. Like, dude, it was in and out real fast. Color. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it appeared and then it was gone. Boom! Fast color. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I feel like you disappoint yourself. Like you know, what I, mean? yeah, I feel like sometimes you. Just, what do you mean? I feel like sometimes you. No, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying, like, no, the speed in which it got out of the theaters was fast color. <laughs> yeah. It's the fact that you're trying to mask that you're also saying color. <laughs> like, why was your voice softer on color for nobody? I don't know what you're talking because about. Nobody says about. it and then looks away. But this time he was trying to keep eye contact <laughs> and realize he couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah, man, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> Time to start the show. You know what it Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? You know what it is? Black men can jump. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Black, black. Y'all hear that? Honestly, that Foley work? Did anybody hear honestly, that? That Foley honestly, work? You know, because it was the, the guns was there, right? Right. And then they just right. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, honestly, James, true. good job. Good job. Yeah, thank was, you. That was great. Wait, why do you stop? Why did you stop saying Quarantine City, Gerard? Because I think some of America is open. That's true. Um, and, some of and America. Also, I think some of America. <laughs> Not is our open. America, but. But also, I realized even some of our friends we still can't see tenant. <laughs> nope. But the thing is, Damn. I feel like even though certain parts of LA are still technically and New York is still quarantined, some of our friends I've seen post things on Instagram. Where I'm like, y'all don't care no more. Like this, this ain't, quarantine is only for the people who care about other people. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I've had friends who've shown we got videos at parties and at clubs. I'm like, y'all don't. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, but it, but it is. It's all suggestion now. Like, aren't we? We're now everyone's in suggestion mode. Like, <laughs> suggestion yeah. that you care about other people. Like, I don't even know what's open or closed in LA now. I just feel like everything's open. <laughs> I mean, I haven't well, been anywhere, further, but I feel like if you go further out, the movie theaters are like. If you go to like Orange County, like you can sit in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll um, go, like I'll Google like a movie that shouldn't be in theaters. And they'll be like, there's a showtime at this <laughs> place. It's like, why? 
Yeah, right? just drive 30 minutes away and you're good. Um, yeah, okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I don't know what to say anymore. It's like, John, we're in the land of no return where like all these movies we review about a dystopian society, we are looking at the starting blocks of all of those movies. Ray, when this movie started, I was mad at you for suggesting it because they were like, the water is gone. I was like, what the? F-? I was so mad. <laughs> the Dude, second they I mean, said anything wrong, I was just upset. And like, I was going to have to sit in this movie for two hours. This is where we're at. This is where yeah. we're at. We've been dreaming of dystopian futures for so long. And, and you know, we're starting to live in one. Who knows what's going to happen? I feel like this Yo. this this podcast is coming out what right before the election I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me say what's so sad about this is I watched this movie on Hulu, and when the movie went off, you know how Hulu automatically plays something random that kind of fits. Doesn't matter if you watch the episode or one. The first thing that played after this was um, Handmaid's Tale episode one. So I watched like five minutes of it. I was like, I can't take a movie going from there's no water to yeah, no, that's the too- government is literally with. The Supreme Court, I'm like, oh, we're now, these these shows and movies are now just about to come true. Like, this is yeah. what we're doing. Well, for those of you who listen, <laughs> listening for the first time, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Gerard Milligan. And I'm James Third. And we are. Oh, good job. I'm still happy. Yeah, that was, that was nice and clean. <laughs> yeah, James, that was good. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I hope everyone could feel my smile, as I said. No. We are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. We uh, talk about those movies in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And today we are reviewing the film Fast Color, which uh, came out in 2018. You might be saying, what's that? I've never heard of it. Well, it's on Amazon and Hulu right now. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're subscribed to either of those, you can go see it. Um, It is a movie that was barely in theaters, as we kind of (laughs) mentioned. It actually... The box office was only seventy six thousand dollars. Wait, um, yo, I thought they yeah. said seventy six million, bruh. No, 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 seventy six thousand dollars. Yeah, how is that possible? That that means like so few people saw it. <laughs> well, yeah, but but how many? Thi- did you say that it was released? In, like, uh, the the, ma- the, it, the widest release was twenty five theaters. It's that's yeah, still so that's. No, it's it's still the average is still pretty pretty terrible. Oh, that's still pretty bad for twenty five. Yeah, even for twenty five theaters, it's really bad. Yeah, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was like, oh yeah, like twenty five theaters. You know, like oh snap, we made seventy six k. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I know. I know. No. (laughs) I wish. Yeah. The average. The average theater. Spending was like around like when it opened, the average theater was five hundred and fifty one dollars. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it and it dropped down to like at one point it was like eighty five dollars. You know, eighty dollars. Right. That's that's like four. That's like. You know, but they also didn't them. market this at four all, right? Like people. this wasn't marketed at all. Like, not at all. Not even. They not even have, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It it uh start uh, it, which is kind of crazy because gugu is you know she might not be an a-list celebrity but she's certainly a celebrity absolutely uh she's certainly a, a famous yeah. a pretty famous actor you know uh gugu and and um uh so yeah the, the other two women lorraine uh toussaint i believe and i don't know how to pronounce this little girl's name sanaya sydney is how i'm gonna guess it i'm sorry we 
There's a lot of names. It looks it out. looks like Sanaya. The it looks like the, like, fon- the phonetic. Yeah. Um, but I, it's been a long time since I've read been able to read that. But it looks like. Yeah. She was in Fences and yeah, she was in Fences and The Passage, which I watched I up until like episode five or six. She was very good in that. I did. It was funny. Yeah, Th- that that part in The Passage was written for a white girl at first, and then they they redid that show three times. I think at Fox. Which, oh, before, wow. Yeah, before it actually made air, it's kind of crazy. Um, um, and this movie actually has hold on a eighty-one percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 62% audience score. Okay. It was directed by a woman, uh, a white woman, Julia Hart, uh, who also co-wrote it with, um, I think, her partner, uh, who's a, a producer. Um, and that's the that's the backstory for Fast Color. Um, yeah, I think I think when this movie came out, people at the time were asking us to re- to review it. I remember like a couple people were like, "Oh, can you review this?" And we were like. It's just so few people are seeing it in theaters. You know, we we like to kind of wait for some of these movies um, for more more people to get an opportunity to see it. And now that it is streaming on both Amazon and Hulu, just feels like a lot more people can kind of check in. Just that's just honestly the way the nature of movies are going. If you're not a huge huge blockbuster or like have some sort of you know fan built in fan base. Uh, it seems like more movies are really only going to be fighting their audience on streaming, you know, just, and especially now that movie theaters are closed, obviously. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, it, it, it was already happening and COVID made it this way. So it's interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, let, I don't think this movie is based on any, um, it wasn't based on anything. It's like kind of an original uh, idea and, and concept and script. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning... I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... 
but the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, yeah, shall we start with initial thoughts? Um. Yeah. Look, man. Who wants to go I, I'll go. Like, I, I'm happy this movie exists. I think it's a good movie. I don't like it. Um, I was really bored. Um, but the acting was good. You know what it was? It was like, I don't know if they wrote this movie with the intention of having three black women at the heart of it, which I did think was really cool because it's like, oh, yeah, black women are saving the world, literally. Which I think was dope, but there was, there was something missing, man. Like something was, like, it, you know what it was? It has so much they could have talked about because three black women were in it. You could talk about testing on African Americans, which I think they kind of hinted at. You can have that thing of like black women as the foundation and backbone of the world, which I don't know. I, look, man, I'm happy these people got jobs, but I'm I was so I never need to watch this again. Like I, I don't. I don't know what I'm going to talk about because I don't want to diss this movie because I love all the actresses, but I don't know what to talk about in this movie because I was that bored um, with it. Yeah. I, was that a first impression? I don't know. Like, I'm happy. No, I mean, it's certain. I mean, it's strong. Is, I'm happy. Look, I'm happy. I'm happy I'll, it's here. How I'll, about that? Yeah. I know what you mean, though. I say this. I think, like, this is what I was talking about with Tessa. This movie has... Um, a kind of metaphor and, and, and allegory happening within it that's very powerful and very like, you know, um, it, it's it's a cool, it's it's a it's a cool theme or message that it's trying to convey about the power of women and specifically black women, um, uh, the generational power of them, the you know, as Tesla was talking about the ancestral power, like there's a uh, a world, a dystopian world, which this movie sets up 
that is, un, you know, because white men are in control for the most part, it's a world that they have created and it's falling apart and they're looking for answers and they're trying to, you know, harness the power of black women, but in a way that takes away their agency. So there's like a lot going on in that regard. The thing is with these types of movies, sometimes what they lose, what I feel like they lose is like the actual, like what makes audiences kind of gripped just from a narrative storytelling perspective, you know, even from a cinematic perspective, like um, Tessa was saying how she felt the director didn't rely on Gugu as like a movie star. Like she didn't set up the, she didn't set up Gugu to be like a star of the film. It was like the, the directing choices were kind of taking away from you know the actors and maybe the story and it's like you know it's like like a lot of these kind of indie somewhat artistic films they're you know they're like kind of trying to compose shots and you and 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 there is like some a fair amount of cgi for a movie that was probably very low budget you know um and some of it was cool and some of it you know was okay and and but at the end of the day, it's like the story that's going to be the compelling thing. And the story in this, at least the way that it was told, it wasn't super compelling. Like what it meant was compelling, but the actual like actions of it didn't feel as compelling. Um, and yeah, so it can be that. It can, it's like, especially if you're watching it on your television, nobody else around, you know, if you're watching it late at night, you know, it's like... It, it 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 can put you to sleep. <laughs> um yeah. So you kind of have to like know that going in. Um but I but I there were things about this that I definitely liked. There were there were interesting um ideas and uh and and I and the I think uh the little girl is like really great. She's 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 awesome. Um anyway, that was my kind of initial thoughts. Yeah, I agree with both of y'all. Um, this movie felt—I mean, it felt like a movie that would do super well at a at a festival. Like that, like it was like there's things happening, and you know, it's making me think about stuff, and it like looks really cool, and the acting's really good. Um, but I wasn't um, moved by the actual story. The actual storytelling. Another pr- problem that I had um, that I can just say is. Like, I, I, this is the thing that I'm, that I'm seeing and stuff and, and, and starting to, to fully hate, but I feel like maybe is also intention, the stories are intentionally told this way. Like in, in Lovecraft, this happens too, but like where so much stuff happened and they would be like, why did you never tell me about this? Or like, no, no one talked to each other about stuff. It was always like (laughs) everything that was happening scene after scene was something that like everyone knew about. But yeah. didn't tell them like yeah. the main character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why like why? And and sincerely, it would be scene after scene of like, why did you never tell me this? Or why are you why didn't you tell the daughter this? You know, instead in instead of information coming out in I don't know, information coming out in a different way, like it just felt very like, uh, here's exposition that you need. And we're explaining it now, you know, <laughs> instead of like, I don't know, instead of them sort of allowing us to be smart and get that 
that that there's a relationship between the sheriff and you know like it was just like why mm-hmm. why do we need the daughter to say who is that man <laughs> you know like just i don't know it 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 that was the thing that bo- the, <laughs> bothered me the 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 most it was like it felt like things were just being told to me instead of instead of being able to just kind of watch uh, uh the story and kind of be there right. with them um so, but yeah. then also, you know, like with like Lovecraft and also potentially with this, like the withholding of information, I think some could, could, could sometimes be important because it's like, oh yeah, look at how these people that should be close to each other aren't, yeah. uh, they aren't actually talking like, because I, I, I can feel that in my life sometimes like of where like, and then, and then even just thinking about like, you know, black ancestry, like a feeling like. I don't, I don't know anything pre anything, anything that happened, uh, before my mom, like I can, I'm guessing things about my grandparents. I'm guessing things about, you know, like, I don't know. I just don't, we don't, we didn't right. talk about that stuff. Um, so, you know, so it, it feels like it actually could be significant and it could, it, it, it could have been done intentionally, but it also just sort of felt like bland storytelling in, in this way. So I don't know. <laughs> That's that's my no. <laughs> that's my initial. Yeah, thought. I'm just. Can we can we can we talk about something fun for like for, fun first? <laughs> well, this we can talk like, about what's fun about this movie because yeah. there are fun things in it. What what yeah. what <laughs> what? When she well, sees the, the rainbow initial... at the end. Yeah, it took I mean, an honestly, hour and she saw the colors. It bro. took an hour and she saw the colors. Seven minutes. An hour and tw- twenty eight, maybe. Well, that's the. Well, that was the. Le- it was. It was supposed to lead up to that point. Uh, wait. So the beginning of this movie uh, is like her. <laughs> what Bray? What's happening, Bray? Through. Well, that's the thing. We don't actually know. But do it's we a ever know, Bray? <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a. It's a metaphor that's never really explained. She's breaking through a wall. Okay, like the first shot is her breaking through a wall and escaping, you know, her, a prison that she was in. Hey, um, nice. hey, Bray. You know what see? I mean? Like, see, you that? see that? You see Bray? how it works? Bray, Bray. <laughs> you see how that works? Both of y'all got cars, right? Um, the either the either one of your cars have the um little unlock button that you can do from a distance, and you know the mm-hmm. lock button. Yeah. So th- throughout this whole scene, we're running. She got keys in her hand or whatever. We hear this alarm, and all of a sudden she breaks through the door. Alarm's going off. I'm like, oh shit, people might be rushing her because the alarm's going off. There's one sole car there, and she just presses the button and it stops. I don't know because I don't have a car, but I feel sometimes if you press the button before you're at your car, you can stop the alarm. So, like. So, here's the thing there's no context for what's happening. We don't know what she's running from. We don't know why the alarm was going off. We don't know if there were people chasing her or what, or if she stole something or like, right. like none of it actually makes any sense. Like, but girl, I think she, yeah. do, don't we learn later that she killed some, like, did she kill someone there or like, like horribly hurt somebody there? And she had Didn't ropes they on her hand. From a seizure? They, yeah. Yeah. From the, the from the hotel. From the seizure. I thought that was at oh, the okay. hotel, but, Maybe. but it could have been, it could have been there. So that's what I'm saying. It could have been two things. It could have been, she had a seizure right before the movie started and then it opens on her realizing the seizure happened the seizure was what hit the alarm yeah and so she was running out 
to go. It wasn't like the alarm wasn't what she was running from. So it doesn't matter whether or not she stopped it beforehand. She was just trying to get to the car and get away because she had a seizure. Yeah. And she didn't want to be found. That's probably what happened. Right. Right. Because they say she had two. They she had two and, yep. Mm-hmm. And we only saw mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, <laughs> but we don't know any of that yet. We just, we're just like, oh, she's running. She's running from something, you know? And which is, again, that's the metaphor. Throughout the movie, she's running from her, she's running from her past. She's trying to break through the, the wall, the barrier that's yep. holding her back. And I'm an American, <laughs> okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't do subtlety. All right, you gotta yeah. tell me uh, what is happening. I'm, what am right. I? No, what I am what I? Mean. What am I? The French, huh? Do I look like a person <laughs> that wants to have some like? Oh, hey, well, I don't know. If this is general the way ideas, <laughs> huh? This is like I'm from from England. No, I'm an American. No, but I'm I'm okay with I'm okay with some subtlety. You don't feel like it got better when they started I, like James, saying directly to camera like James, this is what's happening in this scene now, James. You know what? <laughs> I want the plate in front of me and I want to be, I want someone to take the spoon and feed it to me. Okay. <laughs> I don't need you being like, Oh, Hey, you can start with this. Dish. All right. Well, I didn't have a problem with not knowing what she was running from in this scene because then we get the discovery of like, Oh snap. She, when she has seizures, they're freaking earthquakes. <laughs> like I, that was a cool thing to discover. And it, it, it didn't take yeah, too she, like, long. Yeah, she everything down off the wall. And, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I thought the beginning of this movie was interesting. The beginning of the movie was like, it immediately set up that in this world, there's no water. Um, that it hasn't rained for like eight years or something. Like that, you know, we've, we've destroyed our, our environment. Um, then we see her. She's running from something. Then she's at a hotel, and we're like, "What is she running from?" And then yeah. she's at a hotel, and she starts taking things down, and then she has this, this and she's her hands shaking, you're like, "What's that?" And then yeah, this and earthquake, she kept staring, and she, basically... she kept staring at the do- at the daughter, and like we now know that like yeah. she, you know, it that was her feeling, thinking about her own daughter, and like so there, oh, and there's like a good amount of mystery set up that that there's this intrigue, and that's the thing, that's what you need in a, in a thing to be like, "What's going a, on?" Was she a mind reader too? Like, was she Professor Xavier? No. No. So when why, she was, saying, why, why, why do you think Mind Reader though? Because every or I predict the future. Because every time we would see like the flashes of like, oh, so what you're saying is when she when she was at the the motel and um, she was looking at the little girl, those cuts were just her thinking about her own daughter, not yeah. That's yes, what I think. Her past. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. And, and, and the whole the, yeah the, that. I, oh, sorry, go ahead, James. Well, just the one thing that I did. This is a side thing, actually. That so, if you wanted to say something about this, you can't. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I'm saying this knowing full well I will write something that uses this device <laughs> one day. So I'm a full hypocrite, but I do think it's a kind of like it's a little bit of like a cliche and like kind of boring device to. To, to keep cutting to some thing in the past that we're that going we don't to see, know what it is. That we don't yeah. know what it is, but we know we're going to see at the end of the movie. And it's like supposed to be the one thing that's driving this character. And, and the reason I say it's like, I, I don't like it that much is because it's, it's trying to be like, well, this is the characterization of this person. Like this is who this character mm-hmm. is. Their character revolves around this one memory, this one bad memory that keeps replaying in their mind. And, Yes, there are things that happen like that, but like for the most part, characters are so much more, people are so much more complex. They're so much more deep. Like 
And you're robbing us of knowing who this character is for so long that like yeah. I think that's one of the what one of the weaknesses of this movie is like we don't fully know who Gugu is as a person, you know? And right. that's the thing. It's hard when you have a script that's so serving a metaphor, it kind of sacrifices all these other things, you know, to serve the metaphor. Yeah. And something to that to that same end that was also frustrating was like when we did get flashbacks of, of her, did the flashbacks didn't didn't really inform who she was. I, you know, like like when we saw her as a yeah. kid and then we saw her run away we don't we don't even hear the dialogue of uh, in in those scenes so like we didn't we didn't get to learn anything more about anything to flesh her out anymore the one thing that i was going to that i was going to say that that also yeah, bothered, was just reinforcing that, this the the metaphor that she keeps running away sorry go ahead. yeah the, the the only other thing i was going to say that bothered me about the beginning of this was we see two scenes where you know there's no we we establish that there's no water um we only see we see her drink water twice, but before the second time she drinks water, she gets a she gets a half gallon of water because she doesn't have a lot of money, and she only uses it to bathe. And that was like I was like, what? There, but there's no water. She's only using it to bathe. Like, I, yeah, it felt like I, a huge waste of <laughs> this I, precious thing. I wanted to know why the water it was put in jugs <laughs> like that with like the weird tops. Uh, you know, man, look, man. It was just the art. It was just art dressing to make it look more like a dystopian future. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I, it was. It, you know, <laughs> I, I guess for me, I guess Gerard is gonna be so mad about all the little things. <laughs> like I just that honestly, if this was a more compelling story, you would have forgiven that. You would have been like, You're whatever. Right. But <laughs> but because the story was so like, basically, it's funny because Tessa, because <laughs> we have been start. We started. Um, Lovecraft Country, and I told her that I was like, it's okay, but like, it's it, it like some of it bothers me a little. Um, because we don't know what's like, there's no thing that's happening, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, you know, there's nothing pulling me through, so anything can happen. Like, the world, the rules of the world aren't set. Like, and she was like, oh, well, I like that. I, I like, I'm okay with like a, uh, you know, being led, like being told, like, this is what's gonna happen now, this is what's gonna happen now, you know. And so at the start of this movie, she was like, do you not like this movie already? Because it's like, we don't know what's going on and we don't know where it's going. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, no, it's, you know, they at least set, told me this world doesn't have water. You know, this woman is on the run from something. She has some troubled past. And, you know, she has these, she has some supernatural ability that she can't control. So that's enough for me to go, well, she has to deal with all of this. But at a certain point, that stops being enough because then you're like, well, what's the goal here? Like, what's the what's the end goal for this? And there is none. Also, you know, man, man, also, it's like one of those things where like, yeah, you're right. I can't. I'm not going to pick it. Okay, I will pick one thing. I'm sorry. Okay, the the scientist or whoever is like chasing her was so utterly boring to me. A hundred percent. That I was like, yo, I'm not. I'm not scared for her. I'm scared for this little dude. And it's and it's different. And it's different if he was a guy who, like, clearly early on we knew didn't want to do the job. Like, hey man, you know, if he was one of those scientists who was written like, I care about science. I care about helping the earth. Like, I just 
if, if he if he had any type of layers to him, I think he would have been different. So we would have felt sorry or understood him a little bit more. But he was so boring. Like him in the in the diner, I was like, yo, first off, clearly something's up with this dude. This dude's talking way too much. Like everything felt so fake and it didn't even right, right. feel compelling. And I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe we get in the car. And he's like, yo, I remember you. I'm trying to. I thought she was going to kill that dude right then there, which she almost did with the gun. I was like, oh, so this Bama came to her with a gun with two bullets in it? She, she would have killed him that I, the, the gun jammed or something. I was like, two bullets. That's He, he had a gun with two bullets. And again, I understand yeah. he is not a tracker. He's a scientist, which we find out later. But I'm like, this is not, I don't feel scared. Like, we don't, even if they would have just dressed the people at the end of the movie just in different outfits so they felt like military people chasing her down. It just, yeah, I wasn't worried. Ever. I was still I was a little I was scared in this scene in the car that 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 yeah, did that that was unsettling to me like that he just suddenly was just like I know who you are like I mean of course he was going to say something like that but it was like this is she's she's in this car like <laughs> we don't know what what he can do like we don't know what's gonna happen that was unsettling but then but then they did I felt like they didn't um you know they just they didn't flesh him out more after this <laughs> scene <laughs> so it was like so then it was for nothing. I'm sure this actor is great. Great. But he was so... I, there's another part of me that's like, was this also in service of the metaphor? You wanted to get a white man who felt weak, who felt boring, who felt like they didn't command presence to show that Gugu is more powerful than this dude, even though she's running from him. Like, I don't know, but it was... That whole, that's when I started to lose interest because, sorry. That's when you started? Well, yeah, because. <laughs> yeah, this is when I, this is when honestly, I started yes. too. It's because, because we get to this diner, she's talking to this guy. It's so obvious. She kind of knows it's, it's kind of obvious for her too. Like, something's up with this dude. But then she comes out, there's a cop there. He helps her. So she's like, still suspicious, but she's like, well, I got to get away from this cop. And we're like, yeah, she does, because she's running from something. We don't, like, there, some people are after her already. We already feel like that. Then he's talking to her, blah, blah, blah. Then he says that. The reason it was scary that he was like, I know who you are, or who do you think called the cops, was because for him to say that meant he wasn't afraid of what she would do. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I was like, well, why isn't he afraid? Like, yeah. that means that he, he thinks, like, he either, had, you know, he has a he gun. Knows he knows who he's after. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, like, what if he's not afraid of her? Then what can he now do? What, what and what are we going <laughs> to... You know, then oh, yeah, we, we see that nothing. He had a little thing. She had a gun. He, she shoots him, you know. He's still kind of trying to fight. She, he almost, she almost kills him, but the gun jams or whatever. So she just drops it, which is... I hate when they do that in movies. Uh, it's so unrealistic. But And then she gets out of the car. And she just runs. The and then that scene cuts. And then she's like in a gas station. And I immediately turned to Tessa. I was like, how did she get away from that? Like, why wouldn't he drive after her? Now, we learn on later because he says something to the extent of like, oh, I didn't, well, I didn't want to take a crime scene into town, which doesn't really make any sense to me. It's like, OK, you don't want to take a crime scene to town. You're, you got shot. Like, any, <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything that you couldn't explain with a car, you also can't explain not having a car and having a gunshot wound and bleeding. Like, yeah, you're your leaking. Face is messed up. It's like the same thing. So, like, it didn't really make any sense that he didn't follow her. And then from that point on, he stopped being scared. Like, he wasn't scary at all. 
all, and then like they, it, none of that, like it, it's, it stopped being a threat. Like, you know what I mean? And so, so then I'm like, well, then what's this movie now? What's this movie about? And so we get Wait. this whole what? middle portion where they're at the house. Why? And we're just like learning things, like piecing together, you know, who she is and this and that. And again, this is where the story comes in. And it's like, okay, so we're learning. She, her mom has that pow- the power. And her daughter has the power. And then we learn. But not her power, though. Book. They got a different not, kind of yeah. power. They got a different Well, it's power. different and the same. Yeah, it, it is the same. <laughs> the, re- the, the, the reason that the power became, what we learn later is like, is like the, the power got different from her after, I think af- it was like after she gave birth or, or uh, it was some, something where like at, there was at some, there was some point in uh, Gugu's life when the po- when the power stopped happening and she started having the seizures. She no. So it was weird because she was saying that she had the seizures as a kid. Oh, she did have the seizures. As and a her kid. mom. She, helped her. Yeah. And her mom was trying to help her, but she couldn't help her enough. Then she got caught up in drugs. She ran away. There, and then we learned the reason she got caught up in drugs is because when she took the drugs, the seizures stopped. The seizures stopped. But she okay. also lost her powers. So, she, so again, this is the this is the metaphor, right? Like black women, like like black people getting getting trapped with drugs. It take it takes away their power. Yeah. you know what I mean. But they're but they're trying to like you know, calm whatever rage inside them that's causing destruction that they can't control because of whatever. Anyway, right. so then, so then, so then she, she like has a baby. We don't know with who. She don't know. She doesn't know either. Because of the drugs. She was um, so on drugs. She don't want baby daddy. At this point, all we know is that she somehow got the baby back to her mom, dropped her off and then left again. And that the seizure started coming back. She did say when she had the kid, the seizures stopped for a moment. But then they came back and she was like, I had to drop them off. And of course, at the end of the movie, we learned like right. that the that first time it she was had the, the return of the seizures. She almost killed the daughter. Right. She right, almost right, killed right, her daughter. But what is this now? What are what are the I think in terms of this movie being a metaphor, the seizures are the most kind of it's not super clear. Like I. Like, I think it's partly, you know, you have this power that you can't control, you know, perhaps the anger and oppression and it, and it, and it, and it rattles and it ca- it can cause destruction to those around you. Mm-hmm. You know, it could hurt, it could hurt other people. Um, but you're not a threat. You just need to learn how to, you know, control it. Whether that, whether that is like a, a direct symbol for like black people's rage or just women's rage or whatever i don't i don't know but it's very it's very loose you know (laughs) and in terms of this world i don't know what it means because i'm like in terms of the actual story you lose the metaphor you go yeah she's she is dangerous and she needs to figure out what's going on and like because we don't know what these government people are doing we just assume because in most movies, if somebody from the government or a scientist is trying to take care, like capture you and do experiments, they're doing it for like nefarious purposes. But there's also the thing of like, hey, if there was somebody who was like, 
you know, mentally unhealthy in our society and they're hurting people, we do have to like go, hey, you need professional services. You know, if you're unwilling to come in on your own, we have to, you know, we have to like take you in because you're going to hurt yourself and other people. So I don't, yeah. how does this track in this story? Like right. she is a danger. And and we haven't seen that they've been um, torturing her. Like we don't, like we, we don't get that at all. You know, nope. we don't even know exactly what they want to do. Right. Bruh, listen, man. All right. This, this <laughs> it, it's, it's, I, I keep, I'm trying to look up the reason so quiet. I've been trying to look up to see if they wrote this movie with black women in mind. And I think they did because it ended up being released by, um, um, what was it, what was it, what was it, Oh, black women. Yeah. Black women in mind, probably. Yeah. Because it ended up, yeah, because it ended up by Lionsgate's, like, apparently Lionsgate has like a diversity focus production arm. Um, so the movie was released by uh, Color Code Black Films or whatever. And yes, I'm like, all yes. right, I get that. But also it feels forced, man. It feels forced. It feels like it feels like this movie was made by, and again, I don't know them. They seem great, but it feels like this movie was made by I Got One Black Friend. You know what I mean? It just feels like the nuances and the struggle weren't there, even though, again, I, I really appreciate the effort in trying to do it. But And I and I do like seeing the three generations of black women. And apparently there's supposed to be a superhero movie or some shit. And like... Yeah. Because they had powers? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you don't have power. Yes. No. She even does... The mom does... The mom has the most badass superhero moment of all time. She makes all their guns disappear. It's there so is cool. A difference between sci-fi and superhero, okay? And I say that as a person who James, I, James, you read as much comics as I do. There is a difference. This movie was a sci-fi movie, which is fine. Just because this woman did some I, I X-Men agree. type shit, and like I'm assuming, uh, yeah. it's supposed to be. I don't think it was really super. No man, it felt it because <sighs> they don't. There's nothing that they do that was even that was trying to like save humanity or like you, you know what i mean right. like there was no well they are right like they are not superheroes they are just they are powered people sure and again i don't yeah. mind her like i get it man you know she she bought the i guess it's not sci-fi because it's more fantasy right because it's yeah. like mm -hmm. what's the unless they're trying to say that there's some evolutionary thing that Wik was wiki just calls it super like a super yeah, they all call it, yeah, i know yeah. most people call it superhero yeah, superhero, um, no, super, supernatural. Super, supernatural is what they But there's oh, okay. something into that. There's something into figuring out, like, um, again, like, the door even brings it up. Are there more people? No. How do you know? I just know. But that's really, uh, what she say, self-centered. Still, there's no people. I'm like, cool. So there are only three. I love it. Yeah, she called it yeah, narcissistic yeah. to think that they were the only people who had these type of Which abilities. We, we never figure out how they got it, if anybody else got it. We don't know how to government. Well, no, no, we do. There are people. Uh, there are other people who can can. Well, at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, they, the the movie, they, they little they, piece of paper that said right. like there there's somebody in room. Like there are there are others of us out there. Right, hey, man. The idea being that like they've had this power throughout their whole family, and their family was just trying to like self protect. And the daughter's like, we got to use this power to help people. To not just help yeah. ourselves and also help other people. Hey, you know what movie did you know? that better? Black Panther. <laughs> I 
I mean, yes. You know, <laughs> the movie also had like no, not, but, no, but not, no, 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 not not the special effects part of it. The conversation, like the, yeah, I, like the, right. No, you're right. I know you're that right. this movie had some. I know this movie, yeah, didn't tell a traditional superhero story, but I understand that they. I understand them feeling like, yeah, this is sort of extrapolated from superhero, like this from the superhero genre. Like I, I like, I generally like these like smaller movies with like powered people that they, they are interesting. And I like that people are doing them and try and trying to tell like these sort of different stories. And then like this and this one in particular, like being, you know, being a, a, a being met, having metaphors dealing with, um, you know, being being black women in in the world, like that's that's cool. Like I I generally think that that's cool to to attempt. But like, yeah, like the the lack of nuances, I think, is what I think is what ultimately hurt the movie. I always think it's hard to do this, these kinds of movies where you have this kind of very broad metaphor that you're doing, but in these very individual stories, because then. We don't get to actually, like, each character has to represent something that's so big, you know? So then we don't really get to see, for me, none of the, like, the emotional moments in this movie, like, don't work. Because I personally, the character development wasn't there enough. The relationships weren't built enough that, like, they, they barely tried. They did a little bit with, like... The grandma and the and her, you know, lover at the end, and like a little bit. Where he come from? And the mom, but like none of those things. Like, <laughs> like honestly, like you know how like sometimes you can watch even a movie that's not not that great, but there's some because they're doing it the right way. There's some like emotional moment where you're like you start to feel a little bit. You're like, oh man, like that daughter, that you know, mother really loves their daughter, or you know that you know person really loves their partner did you guys feel that at all in this movie Very like did you... i don't remember the middle of the movie yo for real i'm gonna be honest no i watched it um i don't remember half of the conversations that happened at the house i don't remember when the cop showed up but i remember him saying at one point i took this job to protect y'all and i was like who is you who, who? Yeah, he's he was there. The whole, that cop was there. The the, the cop yeah, was there. Found, the whole no, time. He my found point the, is, he found the my car. point is like, why am I supposed to care about you taking this job to like look out for them? Who is this? Is that her dad? Who is he? Yeah, that's her dad. That's yeah. her dad. It's Goo Goo's dad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, okay. I, Wait, I, see now, James was just talking about how much he hates that the movie said that out loud, and Gerard still missed it. <laughs> Because I'm gonna be honest, by this point, it was so cl- it was almost clear that that he was her dad when they just did that one shot of him sitting at the on his couch, and they just like zoomed in on him being all sad about what was going on. I was like, oh well, he's connected. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. to the, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was, I was done. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was watching the movie on. Sure, I was in and out. on on Crucial because this is the thing, man. I do like when movies like deconstruct superhero movies, like because there are there are so many things you talk about. You can talk about the, the tragic origin story. You can talk about being the government being scared. Um, but again, those things weren't built up because again, I don't know her origin story. She what? Even if you had a shot of her running in that first scene, and she's running out of the building, and in the building you just see like 
some sign that just signifies that this was a government something. You know, like we just the chase is on because they're scared of her because it, it felt half baked. It I, felt like I, we could not I, go I into a theater. I don't theater. think it even was. Like I, I think this whole movie, when she starts running, she doesn't know who's chasing her. She doesn't even necessarily know that there is some like the guy who we see later on who represents, you know, a scientist who is working for the government in some way. She doesn't even know about them. She's not like I don't we've never we hadn't even gotten an indication that she's been chased before. She just knows that she doesn't want people finding out about her powers. Uh, Right. mm -hmm. And she's having these um, she's causing earthquakes and she figures, well, somebody's going to figure it out. So I got to go. Right. And then and then that's later, really all the, it is. Um, and then later, the mom is like, you had two earthquakes tonight. Who else? No. Like th- So it is like, I guess yeah, s- something like somebody's going to find. Yeah. Right. I, and that's the thing. She, they've been told she's been told her whole life because her mom was told because her mom was told because they've had this power for a long time. They've known that they've had to keep it secret. So my question you is, know. if they've this family has been super powered people, um, but yet. So they're always running from the government. And when the earthquake happens, they know it's this little... They're not well, even they weren't running. always they're, running from the government. House. They were just... Yeah, they were in... They've been living they, in the same house for, like, <laughs> apparently generations and generations. Then? How does the government know about them, then? If they just got them chilling in the house, how is everything just... Okay. Yeah, even but I take think, it... I think Goo Goo leaving is... is well, so the government knows probably knows about them because there are other powers. Because people. there are other people. The g- government doesn't know about, d- did not know about uh, Gugu and her family. They just knew about Gugu because she was out and having all these seizures. And, and they were like, okay, there's another, there's, there's another person. Um, and we have to find her so that we can do whatever tests or, or track, right? Um, do we know if they're born with this or is it just, or is it just, um, they're just born. No, no testing. Just they're born, born with it. They're bo- because the in the book in the book the I think I think the mom's great great grandmother or wh- whoever it was mm-hmm. was like their their question was did my mother have it? She never she never talked to me. Um, another th- <laughs> another theme of this movie is no one right. tells anybody anything. Um, but but then she wrote this book and then the book was passed down to everybody. Um, uh, my here's here's my question, an actual question that I have because I just fully missed how it happened in the movie, which is what led to her, what led to her seeing the colors? Was it that she Bro. James? Do we James. know? Do we yes. know? I mean, yes. What, what led to the, a break? What it what what it was was that she finally faced her past and like and like, but then actually saw the face of her child. Yeah, and confronted oh, it, it. It just was that it was like it was they ga- they gave us the full flashback, and that was her coming to terms with that, right? Coming to terms with it that she wanted to go and, and, going, <laughs> and she's okay, like, then, I, I can't keep running. I can't keep running from my problems or whatever. I got to face them head on. Okay, right but it's now, so it's such a like. It, but that then doesn't does, make any actual sense. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> but does this? But was is that moment also reconciling with the the seizure the seizures? Right, because she is passed out in the middle of the desert, 
when yeah. she right so like you know and then once she once she does that she sees the colors and she can control the weather and she can she's like i my whole thing is controlling the sky which we get little we get little hints of it throughout but like but then does you know does that sort of put together the pieces of like she's having these seizures but the seizures are her greatness that she is avoiding. Right. And so then she kept (laughs) having them, you know, she, she keeps having these seizures, but it's because she isn't coming to terms with the fact that like you are, you are powerful beyond your imagining. And if you would just, if you would just realize that, then you would, you would, you know, you would be a stronger you would be a stronger person. You would be a stronger Basically, hero. You would be if right? you just realize yeah. it and accept it. You know, because then her the grandma at the end says something to the effect of, so, uh, "The question isn't whether we can do it. Like, I'm not scared that I can't do it. I am afraid that I can." Yeah. Which again is one of those things where you hear that and you're like, in a movie that was more compelling, that wasn't trying to hammer home this metaphor so hard, that line would really impact you but instead yeah. you're kind of just like what like <laughs> it doesn't mean anything in in the story itself nope. uh-huh. in the story itself i'm like first of all i haven't i don't know this person enough to even understand that that's a meaningful thing that she just said and then second of all like i don't really even understand what it means like what 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 is that mean that you're afraid that you can be that powerful uh-huh. You, you know what I mean? Like, what does it mean in the context of this situation? Not just like as a general philosophy. <laughs> uh-huh. Or uh-huh. Yeah, so it's it's tough. It's like, I was telling, t- so here, maybe this isn't, a, isn't fair, because I'm about to compare it to another Marvel movie. But Excellent. I was talking about how, no, I was, no, Captain Marvel, because... Captain Marvel dealt with. <laughs> this how makes me feel. I just want to be Cap- somewhere else now. <laughs> yes, Captain Marvel dealt with a similar theme of women who were more powerful than they knew. The met met like specifically in, in Captain Marvel, it was like met a man who was trying to tell her that her power was dangerous, that yeah. she, he she needed it to be controlled, and that he was the one to help control it for her, for her own good, you know? The thing is, the movie sets that up in little ways, but then it's just a fun movie. It's like a movie, it's like a, a super-powered woman teaming up with this <laughs> black, like, secret government agent dude trying to fight some aliens, and then there's, like, some mystery to it, and there's this and that, and by the time the metaphor comes back at the end... All they have to do is one little, you know, cut thing, you know, little sequence of her getting up and standing up. all those girls stood up, oh, baby. (laughs) And it hits you. It hits you hard because you go, whoa, like, not only is this cool in terms of the story because the hero who I I know and I've identified with is going to get up and beat the bad guy that I don't like, you know. But also, it has this deeper meaning that I wasn't even thinking about that much because you weren't hammering it home the entire film. By the time it happens in this movie, we've been thinking about it the whole time because it's essentially what this movie is. (laughs) And the actual story is not important. Like, nobody actually cares who this 
who this government scientist is. Like, oh my god, that scene where he's there with the other guy. Yeah, and the guy was like, the guy was like, they're mad at you because you lost her, and he's like, I'm just a scientist. Like, and they're like, well, they're gonna pull the plug, and they're like. They're going to pull the plug because I need backup. And when he said that, I literally was like, yeah, that actually makes that makes no sense. Why? What? It, 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 it's like the line was necessary for the character to say in, in just terms of the reasoning that it happened. But it it was so reasonable of a thing to say that it actually <laughs> pulled me out of the movie and made me go, why are we watching this scene? <laughs> I was like, what this scene serves zero purpose because I also don't believe that they're going to be mad at one dude for not capturing a, a woman who they think can break apart the sky. Yeah, <laughs> like, it make- why did they even send one sci- a scientist to do this? See, I thought if they know what she, her power. If they know any like remotely yeah. what her powers are, why are they surprised that this one guy couldn't capture her? I thought they were going to have some connection where like he knew her or like, um, you know, th- that would have been so like, much. There was a job. reason why he was the one who was there with no. He was the one who was there with no gun, no nothing. Like it was a purpose for it instead of right. just like like there was an actual yeah like relationship between them. Yeah, two. again, man, like. I, I don't like bashing movies. There's no, there is honestly no character development in this movie. <laughs> There's none. Like, there really isn't. Like, someone's past action, like, one thing that they did, it, you know? And I think it's tough because I've actually, I read some reviews that were like, Gugu's performance was a little one note. And, and I know what they're talking about, but I'm like, but it's not her fault. Like, what was she, what could she do in this movie? You know what I mean? Like, it was so that she had so little to to work with and, and yeah and because this movie is because this movie purposely it's like it works in the beginning because it's it's the beginning of a of a film and you're like i don't know what's going to happen i trust that this movie is going to tell me what's important and stuff like that but because this movie the whole time was operating on this like who knows? Like, what's her? What happened in her past? Who don't know? We don't know. What's her powers? We don't know. Who are these people? We don't know. You know what's what's going on here? We don't know. We we we, we don't know. We don't know. And it's like mystery, 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 mystery. And at a certain point, it gets boring. And then when they start giving you answers, you're like, oh, okay, but what what what's going on? And they're like, no, that is what's going on. And you're like, well, that doesn't. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. And I feel bad because I know that I'm sure there are a lot of people who really like this movie. Yeah. You know, and and it is beautiful in in that kind of artistic sense of like what it's supposed to mean. But for me, these kinds of things work better as short films than feature length films. Yeah, you and know? I when I was watching it, I was like, oh, was this a short first? Like it right. felt like um, what are the we've watched a couple superhero movies that like started as as right. shorts, and but no, this wasn't. It was. Bad. No, you know, yeah, but it would. I, I was, but I was thinking, like, I bet this short was fire. Like that's that was my right. <laughs> thought while watching it. Man, you know, sometimes I sit and wonder how things get made, right? Like for real, friend. I'm, and I'm, not, and I'm really not trying to like that podcast. It. Yeah, and I'm not trying to diss. Yeah, it's a good podcast. I'm not trying to diss this. It's just like one of those things of like when it came to like the character development and stuff like that. I just feel like I can't tell because a lot of time i feel like we will review a movie like this is usually by a white director and i'm like is is the pitch process different 
like, is it like you don't have, I feel like as a person of color, you have to have every fucking thing thought out. You have to have, like, I got to know when the person was born. I got to know that, like, when they were 10, this caused this. Whereas, like, this movie, I'm like, it felt like a lot of general statements. You know what I mean? It felt like very general. It felt like, yeah, in theory, we can touch on this. We can touch on this. But they never went back to do it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this movie could be about right. these things. They just never went back to actually address the things. And um, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard for me to talk about this movie because there's three black women that stars in it. Um, and I don't want to disrespect them in any way. I'm just like, right. W- there is a better version of this movie. And the thing is, and I will say this, and I do think, and I, and I, and I don't think like, Black people have to direct this, or black women have to direct that. But I do think a black woman directing this movie would have been different than this white woman directing this movie. Even if she wrote it, I think if she'd been able to do a pass on the script, a black woman would have knew nuances. She probably would have touched on different things that this movie doesn't, because this movie actually sets up that it's going to touch on certain important issues, and they just don't. And I don't know why they didn't do it. I don't know, man. The movie just makes me sad. Uh, but I'm, yeah, but I'm sure someone out there is like, this movie made me want to be a director, and I'm like, good for you, because yeah, I'm happy that yeah, honestly, like if that if I I definitely see a world where that that happened for people, and I definitely see people really liking this movie, and like, and that's fine, I think, like, um, you know, and I do, and I do think that like you know this being uh, co-written by a woman and directed by a woman is part of what makes it you know which what makes the the metaphor so clear is what makes the you know the things that are good about it but does (laughs) but does but does (laughs) the things that are good about i think it is what i think that is what makes it um okay what makes those okay let me ask this question and i don't and i don't and this is this one thing I've, i've struggled with on this podcast a lot is who is allowed to make what kind of movie because and maybe we shouldn't ask. Maybe I maybe I pose this to our viewers and please you know message you know tweet at me or something like that. They will. It's like it. <laughs> this are white women allowed to get away with things that we would say a white male director cannot? Like for instance, if this is a white dude, we can easily be like a white guy shouldn't be directing this movie about black women. Is it okay for a white woman to direct? something with a black I, I see i i don't think i don't want to go down this road in which we're saying that like only black people can direct i agree people because that means that black actors then aren't aren't going to be able to be in that many movies like yeah you know and I the mean? last like superhero <laughs> movie that we watched was it was uh what do you call it it was uh the pill movie power project power and that was written and directed by white people right yeah i had problems with that movie it's sort of this yeah. oh i know i know I, well i know we had problems with it but still i think we were like i think we liked the 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 uh metaphor that they were going for and that just a little bit more yeah, yeah, yeah. and also there was more but there was that movie had more like i mean just to not to not to like make this a gender thing but like that had more action and it had more spectacle and it you know like whereas like this movie is like slow and you know and it didn't have as much spectacle and and you know yeah, what i mean and, 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 it, and it may be more it may be more geared towards women in general but i the the only reason that i think that even 
even saying, well, it doesn't have that much action. And I'm like, that's cool. But I don't know. To me, it didn't have that much character development either. Yeah, no, for sure. You know? Absolutely. Um, I, and I agree. I agree. I don't think it had, I don't think it had the same, because there was, I would say that there was more in uh, Project Power than there was in this, but. Yeah. And, but yeah, I, I think like it's, it's okay. Like I, I'm, it's cool. Like that's, that's, it's just that if the movie is supposed to be a heavy metaphor for black women, that's when it's a little harder. Cause then it's like, well, why do you think that you're going to be able to make a really, you know, meaningful, powerful movie that's like yeah. supposed to be dealing with like, this is how black women are treated and this is what they need to do. Cause essentially it's the movies also like, not 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 really prescri- prescriptive in that sense, but a little bit in the sense of like, hey, don't be afraid of your power. Oh, you know, you know, like f- face face whatever demons may be in your past, but like also understand that you are powerful beyond measure. Like they even like quote that that poem, right? Like, my greatest fear is not that I'm like weak, or it's that I'm powerful beyond measure, and that's the kind of like idea behind this movie. I don't know. It didn't obviously it didn't work on a commercial level, yeah. In any yeah. way, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, for sure. You know, so hey, I, but, I agree. I don't yeah. want to say because I just read this article in the Hollywood Report about like um, agents and stuff that are having a hard time trying to balance Hollywood looking for diverse voices only to direct diverse things versus just looking for diverse voices to direct. So again, I'm not trying to say a black woman needs to direct this. It's just that sometimes I watch these movies and I just wonder is the thing missing that innate nuance? You know what I mean? Like yeah, there, there is no doubt that this movie would have been elevated more had it been uh, directed by a black woman, had a, had, had a black woman taken a pass at the script. Like there, there's no doubt that like this movie would have been improved uh, by that, you know? Um, unless it was like a black woman who was like not interested in telling, <laughs> like unless it was yeah. someone who was like not interested in telling that story, which is po- which is possible. You know, there might be people out there who are like, but I don't want to make this. Let's not make this a black story. You just are a black woman who has power. You know, like sure, there are people that do that too. But there, but there's no doubt that like it, this movie could have been in, in enhanced by that kind of uh, by that kind of development. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I, I don't even know what to say to anybody in Hollywood. It's just, uh, I'm happy these black women got this chance. I'm just, honestly, I've never, I feel like I've, this really has happened, but I have been so meh, meh, is that about this? Mad, meh, M-E-H, apostrophe D. Like, pl- like, <laughs> yeah, like so, you've been <laughs> so mad by this movie, I have nothing to say about it, neither good nor bad. <laughs> like it's just like all right i watched yeah. this for an hour and 42 minutes of my life that i don't have now <laughs> you know it's like an hour and 42 also goo goo okay is one of my hollywood loves all right and it's making me and it's making me not like a movie with one of the most also google is such a good actress which bo- let me talk about google for a second which bothers me because a lot of these movies i'm seeing google starring is like she will be the lead. I mean, she will be the the sidekick to like this famous person. And I'm like, yeah, do you know who this woman is? Like Google, Google is funny. Okay, she's very dramatic. All right, she can say things without. 
the nuance behind her eyes is so fantastic that it bothers me that she is not a household name yet. I know she's getting there, but it's like, this woman should be the lead in one of these big Marvel movies or even like one of these big dramas. And I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be the chance. Like, oh, maybe we have like, no, it wasn't. They didn't set up no goddamn sequel. Yo, wasted. She was wasted. Okay. I mean, they set up a sequel, but Did they? I don't think it oh, was. Oh, because they per- found other people. The movie is open-ended, but I don't think it's so that there can be a sequel. But there is there is definitely life beyond this movie. Um but they would said you want to see it? Be doing like, a, a television show or something? Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. That would crush. It'd be much better they, as a, it, TV it, show. a a TV show based off of this would be. I I would watch that. I'd watch that show. I, honestly, it would be much. It would be much better as much better as a show. Um, I mean, and also she's wasted on the morning show. This woman deserves so much. I, she was great on the morning she did, show. She should. She could have been lead. Why couldn't she be one of the goddamn anchors? Huh? Why is she always playing second fiddle to these people? I watched Motherless Brooklyn. She was fantastic in that. She. Why, goo goo? <laughs> Why? All right. All right. Well. Why? That's the that's the movie. And oh, I mean, I don't know if we explicitly said, uh-huh. but basically, at the end of this film, uh, uh, goo goo leaves. She has the. She has another, you know, seizure. Like we said, she sees her. We finally see that she almost killed her little daughter. But she sees her face and her daughter is fine. She wakes up and she starts. It's like raining a little bit. And then she looks up the clouds and she's like, I see the colors. And we see see that those colors, baby. Colors colors. She sees the fast. She runs through the colors. And uh, and she's like, I can do it. I can control it now. Everything works now. And the mom's like, oh, oh, okay." And. Oh, they kidnapped your daughter. We got to go back. And the and the the grandma's like, yeah, like I, yeah, I, I'm really powerful too. She winds up disintegrating all the guns, and Goo Goo makes it rain for no actual reason, but <laughs> she, she can't make it rain, <laughs> so she can help save the world. Um, and they get the daughter back, and the grandma decides to oh yeah, give herself why did up. she make it rain? Oh, maybe it was to like draw the people to her she was show she she didn't draw she went she to them she could have done that just by 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 being like i'm here she didn't even yeah but her. like but because she that was also letting us know the audience that she has uh full uh yeah. facility over her ability that's 100% what it was yeah. it was to let the audience know yeah it had nothing to do with the story um <laughs> uh anyway and then uh, the grandma is like maybe the most powerful of them all. <laughs> <laughs> she literally was able to disintegrate the the door where her daughter was, even though she couldn't see her daughter, meaning that she could see her daughter. Like she could see everything like Matrix yeah. style. Yeah. Uh, so um, and gives herself up. I, I don't actually know why. Like they say, like, they'll always come after us. And it's like, OK. <laughs> but you guys can <laughs> stop them at any moment yeah <laughs> but uh any anyway, moment so that's the end of the movie that's the end of the movie all right at kroger we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine the fresh timer starts the sooner we get our produce to you the fresher it is that's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home 
for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, Hiss Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. Uh, shall we, uh, shall we, shall we uh, move on? Yeah, I mean, you know, because I don't do bits anymore. You know, because the thing is, now your boy... What's that, James? Mm-hmm. Is, he, he, he ain't got no bits, okay? Okay. There's no bits left in the boy, okay? Bitless. You got you. You said, all right. No bits. Ain't got no bits. All right. Not a, not, not just okay. not Okay, oh, we get it. You have no bits. Okay. Let's not, that, let's not make this into a bit. You know, this isn't a bit, because I don't do bits. Okay. Your boy ain't got no bits. What? All right, James, this is a bit. No. John, what? John, in this. Your boy ain't got. Your boy John, in this. No bits. No bits. All right, <laughs> it's, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether they help the cause okay. of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Hollywood Fully City. help the cause, we give it a black fist. Someone help okay. the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't help the cause, uh-huh. then the we cause. give it. Nothing. This is tough. All right, here we go. Count of three. Okay. One. Okay. Two. All right, here we go. Three. I'm putting up a fist. I got a fist up. I don't even care. See, I knew y'all was going to do some of this. I'm going to talk for a minute about my fist okay, real please, quick. Okay, please, Go ahead. <laughs> I gave it a fist. I know the movie didn't make any money. I know sure it did. didn't. I know it made no money. And that... Yeah means that people didn't see it and that would then in turn also sort of mean that maybe it's not helping the cause itself sometimes yeah but this was a paycheck for three black actors across generations okay black women okay and black women that i've seen in other stuff and love and other stuff so it was like you know what this is great it's a leading role for goo goo you know so well, that's why I gave it a fist. Um, you want to go? You want me to go, break? <laughs> you can go. Um, I gave it a palm because it starred three black women. That's 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 it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize you were done. That's it. I gave it a palm uh, because it, it did start three black women. And I do think, you know, this is, uh, even though, even though nobody saw it in theaters, it's on streaming and, you know, it's good to. It, it, there was there was an attempt here, and uh, I think it, it it's nice. It's it's on their it's on their resumes. You know, it's. I don't think it's hurting anybody. I think it's. Uh, I'm so disappointed. Know. I'm so disappointed. We got three. We got we got. You know, they're they're these lead, actresses so that's, were that's good. so good, and they are so good. Like I'm looking at three generations of black women, and I'm looking at this movie, and I'm like, just let y'all down. Shaking my head at it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... Yeah. Because I'm wondering how much did they even get paid? 
Was it even? I mean, probably not a I mean, like, uh, like definitely no way minimum. A, yeah, wasn't oh, it? Oh shit! Yeah, definitely damn, minimum. they didn't make uh, a lot of money on this. Um, all that's right. all right though. That's all right. It ain't about Guys, what you get paid. But you know, we did it. Uh, uh, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you can uh, get links to our merch. We got shirts and things. Get linked to our Patreon. Even though we don't do new episodes, we have a bunch of episodes if you never listen to it. Um, you can um, also rate and review us on iTunes. If you give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. Um, uh, this one is by Zero McCartney. Loving this. I've listened to white guys talk about movies for years. I am glad I found this podcast. I found this after watching Soul Food and needed to know someone else was bothered by the way the female characters were written in that movie. These podcasters have made so many great points about movies and society. It's weird going through the back catalog because I have to keep reminding myself what year the episodes were made. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the comments about racism, sexism, and systemic oppression have to be repeated again and again. <laughs> also, I laughed out loud when y'all assumed Hillary won the 2016 election. Well, oh, did, that's we? Right. did we? Did we? No, I think Bray said. <laughs> Bray said Hillary's the president. Like on the <laughs> or one one of y'all said it. I think it was Bray. What that one be? It was probably me. I definitely thought she was gonna win. I really did. I uh, my my Instagram post that day was. I'm so excited to be able to tell my kids I voted for the first black president and the first woman president. <laughs> Little did you know how deep racism goes and sexism. <laughs> oh, that hope. Uh, Barack, you're, yeah. you're an asshole for making us believe in the government. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me at John Braylock, Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at James Third. Comedy Third is 3RD. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan. That, that's that's at Gerard Milligan. I'm just trying to add because James came in so right. hype. I didn't know how to. It threw me off. 3RT. See what I'm supposed to do after that. What? Third is 3RT. What I'm supposed to do after that. Mil- 3RT. Milligan. Milligan. <laughs> <laughs> Milligan. Whatever. John don't have to worry about that because he go before you. I got to come after the 3RD shit. <laughs> well, well, well. All right, y'all. You know, is this wait? Is this coming out before or after the election? Before. All right. Hillary's the president. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all go out and vote. Okay, vote. The lines are long, so you know, take a snack. Some people are taking little mini chairs. Um, if you're voting in person, protect yourself. Be safe, folks. Peace forever. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all of the latest Forever Dog news. Wait. 
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!